With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. He'll get you the sports and it win any can. It's Mike Francisco. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this last day of the month of May. It hasn't been a great weather month. Sometimes May is. It wasn't this year, but we say goodbye on this 31st day. NBA Finals begin tonight, and it, it is a very sad commentary when there is more interest in where LeBron James plays next year than there is in the NBA Finals. But that's what we have as we open the uh, finals up this evening. Uh, Love will play, as you heard. Iguodala won't play. That does even things up a smidge, but not nearly enough to where you would take this series uh, very, very seriously. And, and, and the only way you will... See, in this series, America is not going to pay attention. Now, I don't mean the diehard. I'm talking about America. America is not going to pay attention until the Cavaliers win a game in the series. Until they win again, if it's game four, no one's going to care by then. See if the it's a race to three. If the if the if the Warriors get three before the Cavs get one, then America's already tuned out. If and you can increase the intensity by what game the Cavs win in the first three. If they get it the first game, well, the intensity will ratchet up enormously. The second game, it will still be there, especially built towards game three. If it doesn't happen until game three, at least that would cause a little bit of uh, tension to move back into the series. But And after game three, they know it's just one for the, uh, one for the cosmetic and one for the, uh, you know, for the ledger so that they go back and win it in a game you know, uh, back and forth when it, where they want to win it and uh, celebrate and do things like that. And then you start thinking about who's prolonging what in the, in the series. But once it gets to three love, who cares? Uh, so that's where we are as we get ready to play uh, this series. And let's be honest. I mean, this is the most lopsided series in terms of odds that we've had in 17 years. The number's two. That's really the prediction. Can the, I haven't seen anybody pick the Cavaliers, and if they are, not anybody to take seriously pick the Cavaliers. Uh, and the question is, do the Cavaliers, can the Cavaliers win two games in the series? That's really what it comes down to. Can they win two? Because, you know, even if it gets to three love, if it gets to three two, they've still become a thorn in the side. So that's, 
you know, and we've seen that happen. Even in the past, we've seen that happen. But th- that's the only way. They have to win two to make it anything that you stamp other than it just being a formality. And, you know, it can't be 2 nothing. If it's 2 nothing, no one's going to take it seriously. I mean, maybe they'll drop in for game five, three and say, okay, let me see if you can, you know, get this one back. That's where we are right now. I mean, I didn't want to see this series. LeBron, you know, got a lot of attention, got a lot of recognition if he needed it with the win in Boston. It just furthered the image, the 48-point game, everything he did, the whole thing. So it did further the image if it needed to be moved anywhere farther down the road. Um, But from that standpoint, what you didn't want was you didn't want this. Uh, You did not want a one-sided final. Now, Boston wouldn't have beaten them. They might have taken Boston more lightly. They might have, Boston with its, the way it played, maybe could have put up a better fight. Maybe. Their guys were no match, but maybe they would have put up a better fight because there's some things that this Cavalier team just have a lot of problems with. And one of them is defense. And for them to handle a team that can put the players on the floor that this team can put on the floor, there's just, you know, you don't like the matchups. They don't, you don't like them anywhere. And it makes it very, very tough. Plus, they get very motivated by the side of LeBron James, which I understand. I mean, listen, they have all have their pride. They all want to have their place at the table in the NBA, and they all know that he's the man. So that's why Durant is excited. That's why Curry and Thompson and Green are excited because they get to play against him. I understand the owner's not too excited. Well, he's, he's beat him a bunch of times, so maybe he's a little bored by the whole thing. And I think overall, I think the, the Warriors are a little bored by the whole proceedings. I think it is the case. I think sometimes they play like that too, like they are bored, that it takes a while for them to just get into it and and really uh, get the intensity level to a place where, you know, it matters. Um, But now we have it again. It's become obviously old hat. We've seen it. It's it's starting to rival what the Celtics and the Lakers used to be. Uh, But just like those series in the days when it was West and Elgin, uh, you know, before it was Wilt, when it was Wilt, the Celtics mystifyingly won when Wilt was just, you know, still he's still don't try to explain what happened in those games, a couple of them, especially that game seven. But uh, the Lakers, when they had Wilt, was a different situation. But before that, you just knew Jerry and Elgin were going to go give it their best, but they were going to lose a series. Uh, and now you know that LeBron's going to give it his best, but he's going to lose a series. That's all there is to it. I mean, it's, uh, it's it would be not only a win for the ages, it would be probably as big an upset as we've seen in many, many years. So, like I said, there's not, it starts now with not a great deal of enthusiasm, not a great deal of excitement towards the outcome. Uh, I think everyone feels the outcome's a foregone conclusion. Clearly the odds makers do. Uh, and unless the Cavaliers can stun the world here this evening and uh, start this off on a good note, which would make it a lot of fun, I'd love to see it happen. I don't have high expectations for it. Like I said when, when I uh, started, there is more attention right now and more intrigue and more attention being paid to where LeBron will play next year than there is to the finals. And that's a sad commentary for the league. That's not what the league wants. But there it clearly is, especially, you know, if you start thinking about the teams that he could 
maybe put over the top and what you know how that would change things so and I'm not uh, you're talking about Houston and things like that and you know stuff along that line so who knows what happens there we have a busy show today Aaron Boone will join us in his uh, regular spot Buck Showalter he's going through a very tough season uh, with the Orioles but uh, the uh, skipper will join us in just a little while the Orioles are in town Weather permitting, but I think they'll get the game in tonight. I think the forecast is to get the game in. We've had some rain. It was raining pretty hard driving in, but I think they'll get the game in this evening. Uh, but it has been a very, very tough uh, season for the Orioles so far, uh, and it uh, looks like it will be. Bucks had a couple of these. Every time he's had one, though, his team has come back with a vengeance the next season. So that's something to note. Whether it's He's had one every stop, and every time he's had one, he has come back in a big way. The year after, so we'll see if that sets the Orioles up for next year. We'll have to wait and see, especially since we don't know about uh, some of the things going on with their personnel. Uh, and we'll have Bill Simmons on the NBA. We Bill uh, was trying to get on yesterday. He actually called right at 6. He thought we still had a half hour to go. We usually do, but we were early for the Yankee game, so he had to wait. So he'll be on today, probably right around, I, I think, the last I heard from him a little while ago. He's working today, but he's going to squeeze it in. Uh, I think right around 4 o'clock he'll be on. So uh, Buck and Boone and Simmons will have that. Maybe a few other uh, surprises along the way. Uh, we'll get to the Yankees. Uh, good win for them last night. Severino has become, without any question, a uh, master of the game at a very young age. Uh, good win for the Yankees last night. Uh, the Mets, with a very good win, uh, really came down to a uh, pivotal play. First and third, one out, and what could have been a bad inning turned into a very different situation when uh, Rosario, who had a impressive game and has shown you some impressive things, turned an incredible double play with Cabrera that ended the inning. It could have been a run in, a real problem, first and third again, now just down a run, and big problems for the Mets. Instead, the inning was over, and then the game was over right after that. So uh, really a, a very big play uh, by Rosario, who showed you the leather there, who showed you his speed on the triple hit last night, has shown you some power in recent days with the ball jumping off his bat. So you've seen speed, you've seen power, you've seen glove work, and that's good to see. Uh, he has shown you glimmers of some very good things in these uh, last 10 days or so as he has started to really turn it around uh, and not a minute too soon for the Mets. So a good win for them uh, as they come home to take on uh, the Cubbies with Lugo on the mound tonight, uh, a weekend set against the Cubbies, the uh, Orioles uh, and the Yankees uh, in Baltimore this evening. So you got that going on. The Yankees hit the road. The, uh, they're going to go to Detroit on uh, Monday for that double dip. They have to make up, so they play a day-night. We'll be on in between. They got a 1 o'clock game. We'll be on in between. Then they have the 7 o'clock game, so a day-night doubleheader in Detroit. Tonight it's gray uh, on the mound, so we'll talk to the manager in just a couple of minutes. We'll get to all the uh, other things we have to get to, including the NBA Finals and Aaron Boone, so we'll get it all rolling right after this.